0: hello and welcome to what nightmares are made of this is t
1: and this is marty
0: how are you guys are you guys ready for a new episode again
1: did you guys miss us missed
0: you. <laughs> it's been a while we've been a little bit m.i.a here um uh of course like we've said it we've been busy but we're trying to make this a regular thing um and you know hopefully y'all like our reviews and don't get bored of them um of course comment um on our instagram or send us any tweets let us know what you guys would like to hear next episode or anything like that um yes we are
1: open to anything
0: yeah we like to review all kinds of movies all kinds of shows and stuff um and of course even crime yeah we we are definitely going to be you know going more into conspiracy theories paranormal of course we're still going to continue that and bring in some you know murder stuff and you know whatever you guys want to hear of course just send us your tips your ideas whatever it is we'll take it um we just want to make this fun for you guys to enjoy and stuff yeah um and actually have you heard about um that new netflix uh show that they brought out today from my understanding, um, it has to do with the Cecil Hotel. Have you heard of that? Yes, and I
1: cannot wait to finish this podcast so I can go watch it. <laughs> yeah,
0: same here. I'm hoping we can definitely review that. It's pretty fun and exciting when we hear things come out like that on Hulu, Amazon, Netflix. It's pretty much our main thing. Like that's what we look forward for, look forward to pretty much. Um, Especially-
1: Especially since, you know, movie theaters are closed, movies pushed back.
0: Yeah, so we definitely get excited when we hear, Hey, new show or new series coming out on so-and-so and we're like oh my gosh we're so like on top of that so definitely here for the next few episodes we'll definitely be reviewing that show for you guys and also we will be having guests coming into our show um in the next following you know in the following future episodes that we have uh we're gonna have a few friends you know guests in our podcast and You know, give someone else's point of view of the shows that we watch or movies, etc. So, we're really excited for that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, and so we can spice up the podcast or more make it creepier for you guys. um, We're gonna have some guests come into the show. So, hopefully, you guys enjoy that. Look forward to it, and just keep a lookout for it. You know, and we'll definitely be updating you guys on our um about our podcast on. Twitter, Instagram, you know, all that good stuff. And also, don't forget to send us your paranormal experiences through our email. You
1: wanna hear, we want to hear
0: Yes, definitely. We want to hear. Um, so, don't forget to send that onto our email at um, conjurehorror89 at gmail.com. So, look out for that, you guys. And we'll definitely be um, looking out for your emails so we can post that for you guys and you guys can hear your story out there. So, yeah. Well tonight
1: right, let's start this. I'll take it away, T.
0: Okay. Well tonight we will be doing, of course, something that we brought on a little bit new since we can't travel and go see haunted locations or, you know, um pretty much experience those locations because some of them are hotels that you can stay at. Um, We're actually going to be doing conspiracy theories for you guys, so hopefully you guys enjoy that, Um, and we'll, like I said, bring more stuff, but for tonight, we'll actually be reviewing The Missing 411, if you guys ever heard of that. Um, I actually had never heard about that. I actually learned about... Yeah, like I had never heard of it. It's brand new to me. I actually just learned about it two weeks ago. So it was pretty interesting. And the way that I found out about this is really dorky. <laughs> I was actually on TikTok and I heard, you know, you get your algorithm of people who review conspiracy theories, murder scenes, et cetera, and or haunted locations. That's my algorithm, you guys, as you can tell. <laughs> and somebody had actually mentioned the missing 411. And I was like, what is the missing 411? They talked about it not a whole lot because, you know, those videos are only 60 seconds. So I went, did my research, and I found out all this crazy information for you guys. So I brought it for you guys. So I'll be reviewing it tonight. So the missing 411, there was this weird topic that I found out, of course. And it is about people who go missing in our national parks. Did you know that? Like, I know people go missing, but this is like thousands of people that go missing at our, you know, national parks. So this includes men, women, children, and they go missing pretty much while they're visiting the national parks. And uh, there's actually a guy named David Pilates. Um, And he actually started the Missing 411 Kanam Project. Their mission is to chronicalize the missing people who disappear in our national parks without any form of evidence. Um, The national park does have a list of these people, but it only consists of, and it's only limited pretty much, of 30 to 50 people on this list. Can you believe that? And there's thousands of people going missing. It's not just 30, 50 people. It's thousands. So I was pretty surprised that... Maybe even
1: more.
0: Yeah. And I was pretty shocked at the fact that they only had 50 people, up to 50 people on there. I'm like, okay, weird. Anyways, (laughs) David Pilates had actually asked the National Park to release a list of all those who had disappeared. But the park rangers first told him... That there was no list then they told him well, and once he like pretty much became more consistent in asking them pretty much kind of harassing them about it the park finally said that um there was they were too busy at the moment to kind of build this list so when he volunteered to kind of help them build the list they told him no, and then at another point, they told him it would cost them around $1.5 million to make this list. And I was like, really? It would cost that much just to make a list when this guy is volunteering? Probably can bring in his own paper, probably even put it in his own computer, send it to you guys. You're telling him it's going to cost $1.5 million to make this list? okay. So, there's actually a cluster map of this, like, where it shows, like, where everybody has gone missing, you know, in our country, um, in these national parks. Um, and the map shows people who have gone missing without being taken away by an animal or evidence of a voluntary disappearance, disappearance any mental illness, um, kidnapping. So, there's no evidence in these people's history that says... They went missing because they had a mental illness or they went missing because an animal dragged them and pretty much attacked them and ate them. You know, there's no evidence of this at all in anyone's cases. The bizarre things that have been noted about the cases is that they happen where there is boulders, granite fields and body of water. Usually, it will happen when the person has been separated from the group that they were with around mid or late hours of the day. Most of these people um, do have a noticeable or non noticeable disability, so they'll either have a missing eye or they'll be blind. Um, well, the other blind, I can understand probably falling, Um, (laughs) or they'll have, you know, a hearing impairment, or they'll have even Asperger's, you know, kind of disability, they have a large group of people search for them, obviously, they have tracking dogs, because a lot of people do say, why don't they have tracking dogs, no, they do have tracking dogs for these people to look for them, and It's this is the funny thing that every time the dog is taken to go look for this person, the dogs go looking for them. But sometimes the dogs will lose the scent of that person at the area the person was last seen. So they don't go anywhere. It's like, let's say you went missing in your room, right? The dogs will lose this your scent literally at your room because they can't find your scent anywhere else. So, so it's
1: like he
0: disappeared. yeah, it, it kind of seems like a bit paranormal-ish. Um, and, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll go more into what David Pilates believes is his theory, um, a little bit later, um. But anyways, as we were going, one of the most one of the most popular cases is that of three year old Jared Atadero, who went missing October 2nd, 1999 in Big South Trail, Roosevelt National Forest Park um, or Forest, sorry, in Colorado. His father, Alan Atadero, owned a resort near the area. It was called the Powder River Resort. He had his christian sing he had this Christian singles group stay with him, and it was a total of eleven adults staying there. He knew one of the women in that group because I guess she had helped him a couple of times to watch the kids um and so he kind of knew her personally she had um she was with that group at the time. Um, and so those people were staying there and they were pretty much doing kind of like volunteer work for him, like helping him fix things in the, you know, in the resort and the store he, he, cause there was also like a store that was in the resort and they would help him fix things or whatever. And he would compensate them by giving them free bed and room pretty much for them to stay there. Um, so that's what the, kind of the relationship he had with those people, well, on the day that Jared went missing, he was with his six-year-old sister and 11 adults, and they all had gone hiking to the Big South Trail near the Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado. While hiking, Jared had walked away from the group. Some people say that he actually ran off. Um, You know, other people say that he kind of stayed behind looking at something, and the adults just kept walking. <laughs> Like really, like you're gonna leave the kid behind or whatever, you know, or not be attentive of the kids that you're taking with you who are technically not yours, you know. For me, that was a little bit weird. Um, later on, it was reported that the t- that two fishermen had seen Jared. He had asked them that um. If there was bears in the area. The men just told him to go back to his parents. That was the last time anyone reported seeing him. The woman that was actually with Jared and had taken him and his sister with her and knew the dad had actually gone back later to the resort and told Alan, Jared, Jared is okay but he is missing, which I personally think that was just something so weird to say to somebody when their child has gone missing. I would have ran in there Yeah, like I would have ran in there frantic being like, oh my gosh, your kid just like, sorry, like oh my gosh, your kid is missing, we can't find him, like we need to go back and call the police, blah, 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 you know, like be frantic about it, but for her to just be like he's okay but he's missing." missing. Like, that's a little but, bit uh, weird. That's
1: not good.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I would have been, like, I personally, as a dad, would have been, like, what the hell did you do to my kid, you know? um, Or what the hell happened, like, you know? But apparently, like, the dad um, ended up getting his car, his pickup truck, and drove to the trail to look for Jared. When he arrived, he called out for his son, but nothing came from it. The police was called in immediately, and... The search pretty much started. Um, unfortunately, little Jared has never was never found until May of two thousand three, when um, two hikers who were in the pa- Padre Podre Padre, sorry you guys, I can't pronounce this very well, Padre uh, Canyon area near the Big South Trail came across remains arranged in a strange manner. So the way his um, remains were found were so weird. Like they said that they found his little shoes and the way they found his shoes looked like somebody had just like taken them off at that spot. They were clean. They were not destroyed. They were, you know, this area has extreme weather, you know, it snows, it rains, you know, it's hot. And when they found his shoes, it Didn't look like they had been sitting there for years, you know, because he went missing in 1999 and they found his, you know, his shoes and everything, his remains in 2003. That was what, like four years and his shoes were in pristine condition. His jacket looks like somebody just took it off and laid it there. And the only thing that was destroyed were his pants. His pants did have rippings to them. Like it was ripped apart in some areas and like it had holes. But when the investigators like did all their research and, you know, they looked at everything, investigated, they came to the conclusion that the reason his pants were in that condition was because birds, animals were using the, you know, the material to, you know, for their nest and et cetera, for their homes pretty much. Um, so there was no indication that it was rippings from somebody who had done that or an animal ripping, you know, ripping it apart. And like they did mention, how was his jacket and his shoes taken off so perfectly in his pants? Because an animal, when he, when an animal like a lion, you know, kind of like not, yeah, like a, you know, mountain lion, um, I don't know what else can be up there, <laughs> you know, that is a predator. Uh, they did mention mountain lions a lot. Um, bears. Bears, oh, yeah, bears, etc. Like, they wouldn't be like, oh, let me take off your jacket and your pants and your shoes, and then I'll eat you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they would just go on and, like, attack you. You know, they wouldn't care if you have clothes, etc. Like, they'll just attack you. So that's one thing that the dad also mentions, like, how is this possible? Like it cannot be a mountain lion because investigators came up to the conclusion it was a mountain lion. That's what took your child. And he even says it, that's not possible because the way the his clothes were just laid out there. You know what I mean? Like you have to look at the pictures. The way his shoes were found, like they were found in between like rocks in a way. But like when you're going up, you can see them like in the picture it shows like they were going up on the like a steep and you see the shoes just sitting there like the little boy just took them off and laid them there just recently and his shoes are clean. There's no drag marks on his shoes. There's no indication that they fell off, you know, because if if a mountain lion would drag you depending on how you're being dragged, if you're being dragged kind of facing down in a way like your shoes would fall off in a way. You know, and if you're being dragged on your back, the same thing would happen, you know, like or if even if they don't fall off, there'll be drag marks on the shoes. They'll be pretty much messed up, you know, Um, because even when I was growing up and I would kick a ball with my shoe and I would like touch like I would scrape the floor. there was like scratch marks on my shoes and there's no indication of that on his shoes. His shoes are like pristine prestige condition like they're perfect. They're clean. So there's no way that shows that this was a mountain lion attack. So he believes that there was something more. You know, I'm surprised that he never mentioned, oh, it must have been the Christian group that I had staying with me that must have done something to my son. He never comes to that conclusion. Like he never says anything about that. But in my mind, I was like, what if that Christian group did something to his son? You know, like, how do we know not know that somebody in that group, possibly, not the whole group, but let's say one of them did something to his son. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was kind of shocking that he never says anything about that. Um, and the investigators also don't really say anything about that. They believe it was more somebody was around that same trail, saw them, took the little boy when they weren't paying attention or he ran off and that person snatched him and something happened and pretty much, but like, even if that person had taken his clothes off, had left it there, those clothes would have been, would have built a bunch of dirt. Uh, They pretty much would have been messed up because of all the weather, you know, Um, but they look like they had just been taken off that same day. Someone took them off of him and put them there. So it's kind of weird, you know, that nobody, like, how would that be possible? You know what I mean? Like, nobody can easily go up there, say, oh, they're going to discover his remains today. Let's just leave them here. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not how it works. And at one point, like, people were saying, you know, like, he must have been taken and You know, he must have been around because there was a few sightings of him. People had said, oh, you know, we saw him. You know, of course, people call and say we saw the little boy. But it was never really determined. Um, Unfortunately, his remains were found with the clothes. They found a piece of his skull. And uh, it's sad because they never really could tell what happened, you know. So... Is, is just, like, an unfortunate situation, um, and then there is another case, and there is that of, uh, Dior, um, Coons, he was another little boy, he went, he disappeared, uh, July 10th, 2015th, from Timber Creek Campgrounds near Le- Le- Dor- Lador, Idaho, almost same situation as, uh that of Jared. Um, he was very young. Um, he was actually, he had gone camping with his father, his mother, his grandfather, and his grandfather's friend. They had um, gone up to this area. It was kind of sec- not secluded, but there's not other people around. It's not like those campgrounds that you can go and like rent a spot and there's like other people near you type of thing. It's just kind of like, you know, find your spot kind of campgrounds. Um, So that day that they had been there, the mom and the dad decided to go to a little market that was, you know, in the town that was about, you know, about 45 to an hour away um, to go get a few things. They took, you know, little Dior with them. And once they drove back, the Grandpa had, I guess when, you know, pretty much when they were at the store, the grandpa and the friend had gone to a little creek nearby and gone fishing. So when they got back from the store, they told them, hey, you know, that creek down there, there's like a lot of fish down there. You know, we just went fishing there. It was pretty nice and blah, blah, blah. So the parents decided to go fishing, you know, and we're going to take little Dior with them. Um, So when they were walking down there, um, before they left, they had given the grandpa Some candy and stuff they had bought at the store for him. And so they were walking and little Dior seemed like he wanted to go back. Well, I guess the grandpa would always spend time with him. And every time they were together, he would give him a piece of candy. So obviously like any child. They're like, hey, Grandpa has candy. kind of want to go back with him, you know? So the mom kind of noticed the hesitation and uh, she asked him, do you want to go with Grandpa or do you want to come with us? Well, little Dior decided to go with Grandpa because Grandpa has candy. Well, the mom started walking towards the creek and told him, okay, you go ahead and go with Grandpa. They weren't that far away. Like the way the documentary, there is a documentary, you guys, on Hulu. It's called uh, Missing 411, obviously. And The way they showed the map in the documentary it doesn't look that far it looks like it's probably i don't know maybe two yards away from where the grandpa was maybe a yard away yard and a half um if my measurements measurements are off i'm sorry you guys i suck at measurements sometimes (laughs) and uh anyways so you know, it didn't look that far from where they were going down on the creek because, like, it was a campground and you go further down down a little hill and the creek was down there. So, you know, the mom looked back and she saw that Dior was walking back towards Grandpa, you know, of course, she didn't say exactly how far she thought he was from Grandpa, but she was like, it wasn't that far. So she just started going down to the creek with her husband and, you know, she pretty much like every mom you think okay he made it safely obviously with grandpa because it's not that far you know and she could see him from the distance that she was and then once she went down the creek she couldn't see a whole lot but she could see the picnic table uh, that they were using to eat but I guess she couldn't see the whole view of where their you know their RV and all that stuff their truck or whatever they were staying at was you know So once they got the mom and the dad got to the creek they did um, notice that there was a lot of fish and they saw a certain fish that I guess the little boy liked or something like that and they were like oh wow there's a lot of fish here so the dad was like you know what I'm gonna go back go get Dior and bring him to see the fish because I guess the little boy liked fishes he liked bugs typical little boy right. So the dad goes up on the campground, the mom stays down, you know, where the creek is and she can hear talking and stuff like that, but she cannot make out what's going on. So that just tells you the distance of how far they are, if she can hear like muffled talking pretty much. So, up in the campground, you know, the dad goes up there and he asks the grandpa, hey, where's Dior? And the grandpa's like, I don't know. So, he's like, what do you mean you don't know? He came up here to be with you guys. You know, where is he? And he's like, I don't know. I didn't see him. He never came over here. So, they start frantically looking for him everywhere, calling his name. They can't find him. So, the dad rushes back down towards, like, where the creek is. And, you know, before he gets all the way to the bottom, like, up in the hill, he tells his wife, hey we can't find Dior. So the mom was like, what do you mean? So she starts rushing up there trying to look. They of course become like every frantic parent looking for Dior. They can't find him. So of course you contact the police. They start doing searches. Investigators start searching and they start questioning the parents thinking, you know, maybe the parents did this. The parents did that and of course you know the grandpa starts pointing fingers like well the mom is not a good mom etc so they can't find him they have animals they have helicopters they have drones looking for this little boy they have people going out there the parents at one point in the document they say we went up there every weekend looking for him same spot we looked everywhere we spent hours up there looking for him we could not find a trace of this little boy they never even found like, you know, most kids that go missing, sometimes you'll find like a piece of a shoe or something, you know? And yeah. Or a toy, except yeah, exactly. So even during that time it was summer, it was extremely hot up there from when they were saying it gets pretty hot up up there. They never found anything. To this day, they have not been able to find a trace of that little boy. And it's kind of sad because at one point the father even blames the grandfather. Of course, the grandfather passed away already. Um, so it'll never be known if it was a the grandfather. Um, they did question if the friend that the grandpa invited um, did anything because I guess he had prior history of uh, a few. I think it was, I believe, if I'm correct and if I'm mistaken, I'm so sorry, you guys. It's been a while since I saw the documentary. It. Um, I think he had prior uh, issues with, uh, you know, molestation um, and stuff like that. But, I mean, if if he would have done something, they would have found a trace. Of course, the mountains are big. But, I mean, like, from the split second that the parents were down there, from when they went down there, they were looking at the fishes and went up there for the little boy to go missing, he must have been a superhero (laughs) or a villain to be able to have powers to, like, move quickly towards the mountains where no one would ever find him and not see a trace of anything, you know? Like, it's just not possible, you know, from that split second where the mom said, hey, you want to go back to grandpa? And then they go down to the creek, start setting up their stuff, and they see the fishes, and the dad goes back up there. It must have been at least 15, let's say, 20 minutes, you know? It would not be possible, you know? And it's also kind of scary to think, like, what could have been that must have taken that little boy so quickly and they wouldn't be able to find a trace of him you know what I mean because I'm pretty sure if a car would have come by and taken him the grandpa would have seen it you know they would have been like you know even if he didn't see someone take his grandson he would have been like well there was a car that passed by you know what I mean it's just it's crazy to think like how quickly that little boy disappeared um and they haven't been able to find a trace of him it's sad and this thing has been happening everywhere around the country and it hasn't been like oh this happened a couple years ago no it's like happening you know almost like every other year every so often you know we just don't hear about it yeah because we hear it as oh this person went missing at Yosemite and we're like oh Once again, somebody went off the trail and they got lost and now they can't find their way. You know what I mean? It's just, we don't know, you know, which cases are part of this whole situation. A lot of people believe it's paranormal. Um, and I'm one of those persons, one of those people. I feel like it's a bit paranormal. Other people believe it's UFOs. Um, maybe, I think, um, I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, and the government has kind of come out and said that there's a thing of UFOs, like there is life out there. Um, they just haven't really told us, yeah, you guys, there's aliens. They're kind of doing it a bit subtle. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, we'll probably do a conspiracy theory about that sometime soon, you guys. So we'll probably talk about that, of how subtle the the government has kind of told us, hey, there's life out there. Um. There but, right, but actually talking about that, um, David Pilates actually believes it's sasquashes. I don't believe that one so much because I've never believed in those. But hey, to own their, you know, beliefs, you know, but I think it's more paranormal. What do you think? You're I like,
1: think <laughs> it's paranormal or maybe it's or maybe um. I don't know. Maybe they found some kind of like a portal or something.
0: It could be that.
1: So that's
0: what I get. It could, and I never thought about that. It could be, you know, a portal to another dimension. It could be. I don't know. Maybe it's just a portal to you know another, you know. Maybe it could be a portal that a UFOs use. You know, um, yeah. we never know. I, I'm not so much into the whole UFO thing. I probably was when I was younger, but now it's just like, I don't don't know know if that's a thing or not, but that is true. It could be a portal to something, another dimension, or who knows, maybe a portal that UFOs use to come out here, who knows, a wormhole type of thing, I don't know, but I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens, because this, this case is pretty interesting i'm definitely going to keep researching and seeing more about that stuff because it really intrigued my interest like it's pretty cool but yeah that was that was a conspiracy theory for you guys so i hope you like that um so now marty's gonna take it from here
1: yeah so we have two movies for you one movie and one show what do you say they are reviewing Cram 9 the 2008 remake of the 1980 film and first of all let me just say if you're planning on watching this movie don't just watch the 1980 version because honestly like there was no likable characters it was a predictable plot I've, we've, seen this, we've seen this story like so many times mm-hmm. the whole stalker you know high school teen slash of has been done to death
0: oh yeah um,
1: it's, like like I said, none of the characters were likable. So it's like you feel no- you feel nothing
0: when they get killed off. You know. not you
1: know our, prote- our you know, our main girl, she's just I don't know, like to me I she just wasn't believable to anything. Anything that she was saying and doing.
0: Mm-hmm. I what did you think? I thought it was cheesy movie, to tell you the truth. Like it was super cheesy. Uh the concept was pretty good for a movie um i just feel like they could have done better um but yet again we do have especially nowadays we have the whole stalker concept you know the whole um uh, creepy guy always trying to get obsessed over a girl on stocks you know that is a common thing it's a real thing that we see nowadays you guys um It did actually remind me of this actress. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She was very popular in the 80s, um, 90s. Uh, Her name was actually Rebecca Schaefer. And she pretty much had that whole situation, that whole case of actress, a guy gets infatuated with her, becomes very obsessed, and something he does not like that she does ticks him off and kills her um that's pretty much what happened with her um this guy became obsessed with her um and just because she did an inappropriate scene um in a movie because he saw her as like the virgin uh very girl next door um good girl you know uh innocent pretty much and because she did that scene he got pissed off and actually drove from Arizona Tucson I believe or Phoenix And he drove or he actually took a Greyhound and went all the way to L.A. and shot her right in front of her home, you know, and he went back home and he started screaming out in the streets that he had killed her. And so that's how they caught him. Um, He did have mental illness. He was, you know, uh, had mental issues. So, it, this kind of reminded me of that. You know what I mean? Because uh, the guy was, yeah. like, super infatuated with her, which I don't understand why, though. Do they ever mention why he was infatuated with her?
1: He just is infatuated with her. Like, <laughs> they never, like, I mean, they never really say, like, if she did something or maybe... Or how or he, like, or like, met her.
0: Else. Yeah, or how well, he, he met her.
1: Yeah well he was the the teacher oh he was a teacher teacher.
0: i never caught that my bad i never caught it um but like
1: when they it's a it's a quick scene when they actually talk about like do a little flashback it's a quick scene Oh, okay that's why you you probably don't remember
0: yeah and i tend i'm sorry you guys i tend to write my notes about these movies while i'm watching them probably should not do that but it's i tend to forget a lot of things so i had to do it at the moment but yeah i was like why is he so infatuated with her um it was probably the innocence just like rebecca Schaefer, you know the innocence you know probably a bit of pervert who knows but one thing i did find weird um was that detective guy how like they're looking at the girls at prom he's with the other um african-american detective and and they're looking at the girls, and they're talking about the, pretty much the main girl. And then at one point, he's like, oh, she's really hot. And I'm like, dude, Creeper vibes up the butt right there. I'm like, who? Well, supposed to be 17-year-old. And, like, yeah, 17, 18-year-old, <laughs> 18-year-old girl. 18-year-old. Like, let's just say she was 18, maybe. But still, yeah. Creeper, ew, gross. Um, other than that. I kind of wish they would have done a sequel to it because I feel like they kind of left it at the end kind of open for that. You know what I mean? Like, Uh they left it for that kind of like, oh, you know, because it totally gave me that vibe. Like, oh, we're going to see a second part when I first saw it, you know. This was a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, they're going to make a second part. But they never did. So I was like, I I was kind of like, man, I kind of wish we would have seen a second part. But yet again, I do kind of see why. Because it wasn't such a great movie, and I actually it felt like
1: we were watching a Lifetime movie.
0: Yeah, and I actually like feel like, like, well, not that I feel, but I feel like, or not that I feel. Oh my gosh, I keep saying I feel. Um, it just wasn't that great because it, like, I totally forgot about this movie, that I had seen it until we were like, oh, what movie should we review next? And you were like, oh, prom night, and I was like prom night prom night and i was like if i think it's correct i think it's that one sure enough i was right but i couldn't remember anything of it so it was like it felt like i was rewatching it for the first time all over again but yeah. <laughs> it's just it didn't make that big of an impact i guess you can say you know what i mean so yeah i would not recommend in all,
1: it <laughs> yeah you know i give this one a two out of ten <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Two out of ten. Even though I kinda wish I would have seen pretty much a sequel to it, but yeah, two out of ten. So which one's the next one, Marty?
1: American Horror Story, nineteen (laughs) eighty four. And wow, like honestly, like it started off okay and then after the sixth episode that's when things went downhill. I mean, I'm the type of person that even in, if a show or a movie sucks, I have to watch it, like, whole, like throughout the whole thing. Like, I can't stop watching it. I just have to watch it. But it was just a bombshell of a mess. Like, I like yeah. I liked how they have like, the subplot of Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I just think everything just started going messy near the end. Like, all these characters were popping up. Richard Ramirez going to the camp. You know, mm-hmm. killing He was... Trying to find another killer who it basically reminded me kind of like Freddy versus Jason in a way. So I think, like, I like after, like, when I got to that part, that's when I was just like, okay, this is is stupid now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, for me, like, I like the whole, like, camp, like, vibes because it did give me the Friday the 13th, like, vibes, especially with, you know, the serial killer killing all the camp uh, counselors and all that stuff. It was interesting at the beginning, but then towards the end when they went through a whole like paranormal vibe and how it kind of gave me like the first season, like the haunted yeah, house they, vibes.
1: They, they basically went back to the first season and took that storyline of being trapped in a one certain they like, pretty, one certain area. Yeah, like and they, and they pretty they much off of this
0: one. they pretty much stole their own, like, idea. Idea. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, when they did the whole paranormal vibe and all that stuff, it just got kind of cheesy. Um, I did fall in love with some of the characters and I was rooting for them and stuff like that. And it kind of sucked that some of them got killed off and I was like, no. But it was kind of a, for me, at least personally, it was like a love and hate situation where I was like, oh, I totally love, like, the concept. But then when it took that paranormal concept later on in the show, I was like, no, this is not cool. Like, this is so weird. And I did catch on to a lot of the, like, you know, little Easter eggs in there. And I caught on to a lot of, like, yeah. And then I also caught on to, like, a lot of the things, like, oh, I knew that was totally going to happen. I don't want to say because I don't want to spoil. But it's just, like, I don't know. I I'm kind of disappointed with American Horror Story because I feel like the last few seasons haven't been great. Not like not
1: right now.
0: Like my favorite season was of course the first one. And then it was the Coven, and then after the Coven it was the um pretty much Asylum. the Asylum. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about them. Asylum was good. And then the one before this, oh what was it called? Oh goodness gracious. Apocalypse, apocalypse apocalypse there we go sorry that i was good. yeah i like those seasons but like the circus one i did not like
1: oh um, that okay that one right there um Ameri- which one was it it was, it was like a oh, freak show yeah that one was death, has to be the worst in the season like
0: we cannot talk about it because we have to review them like we have to review each season but I did not like that one, for sure. I did not yeah. like Freak Show at all. Um, it was one of the worst ones. And, you know, we'll Freak review it.
1: Literally is, like, the one at the bottom. Like, like yeah. I just said that, that, that this, the, the
0: 1984
1: one sucked. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it does suck, but not, not, not as bad as, as Freak Show did.
0: Yeah, like, we definitely have to review each season, for sure. Um, but I do have to admit, like, I like All these types of shows. Like they're so interesting. I just. Sometimes I kind of wish they kept it in the whole. Like more parallel type. Not parallel. Paranormal aspect. And not go into too much of like the serial killer. Or you know. I don't know what freak show was. Freak show was just. I don't know. I have no comment. (laughs) But you know. Like I kind of like the other ones you know that i mentioned before because they were just better um this one just at first i was like oh well they keep it in the serial killer like you know teen slasher kind of vibe that's so cool like the slasher vibe is just cool i
1: but, know i was so excited when i heard that they were doing a slasher season because i love 80s and like early 90s 2000s slasher. Films.
0: yeah because the 80s were literally like the old time moment for slashers it pretty much started mid seventies at least from what I've seen it was mid 70s slasher mm-hmm. movie, yeah.
1: It's, I guess I guess the sixties because Psycho is considered a slasher film.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, but it it kind of hit more during the mid seventies, and then yeah. it went on to like you know the nineties. Like that was a big time. Like it was the prime time of slasher movies. You know, so when. Oh, yeah, you got-
1: I know what you did last summer.
0: Yeah. And, like, you know, of course, we have the constant, you know, uh, Michael Myers movies and Freddy, Friday the 13th, the Jason movies, you know, and then we have Freddy Cougar. Those are, like, the ones that we always see coming back after so many years, you know, because you always... Find that group of people that continue loving those movies, even if it's the ge- younger generation or the generation when they first started coming out, or the middle, if, in, you know, generation. Like, well, I consider us. You know, we continue loving those movies because it's just it. It pretty much that's what you normally watch during Halloween. You know, yeah. And like, it's not just Michael Myers that we watch during Halloween. We watch obviously, you know, Freddy Krueger. Jason you know Scream all those movies that's just what we watch you know during that season so when I heard that they were coming out with that you know I was like oh awesome like totally like 80s slashers that's just like what you always think of 80s being is slashers and slasher movies and of course the crappy music and the crazy hair but I was like oh you know and like when you mentioned it I was like this is gonna be Marty's prime show he's gonna love this he's gonna like devour it and then when i saw (laughs) and then towards the end when they changed it into a paranormal thing i was like either they lost ideas and they had no idea what the fuck they wanted to write next or somebody was on some psychedelic drug and in, in that, you know, when they were writing that, that he has decided to be like, hey, what if we do paranormal? And they're like, oh, that's a good idea. No. Whoever... Yeah, like they didn't know what else to write about. And whoever thought about that, I'm sorry, but that was just a horrible idea. That is definitely one of the seasons. Yeah, like that's one of the seasons I will not. Be going and rewatching. I like to rewatch the first one. I like to re-watch, rewatch Coven, and so on and so forth. But Freak Show and this one, not my favorite at all. Yes. In yeah,
1: all, I give this. I give this season of American Horror Story a five out of ten. And the only reason why I'm giving it a five out of ten was because literally the first five episodes were good, and after that. Not
0: watchable. See, you're ve- you're being very generous because I would probably just give it a four or a three, because yeah, the first few seasons were or the first few episodes were good, but towards the end it just ruined for me personally. It ruined the entire season, so I probably give it more of a three then. a five so that's what i give it you guys i would not waste my time watching it if you haven't watched it yet um i personally would not watch this season i'd rather watch um i don't know probably prom no i'm kidding no i wouldn't (laughs) they're about the equally the horrible but i don't know like have you seen that show oh my goodness i believe it's by the same writer and it just came out on netflix i think a year ago i think it's called Oh, is there a Cora? Cal- no, not. Nah. Do you know which one I'm talking about?
1: Wait, which
0: one? Uh, it's with one of the people from American Horror Story. Like I said, you guys, I'm horrible with names, so don't get at is me it about a, that.
1: Is, is it a show?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a horror show. It's kind of like a thriller. Oh my goodness, I'm trying to think what it is.
1: American
0: Crunchy. No, or? Ratchet. There we go, Ratchet. Have and, uh, you... I just haven't seen that one. Okay, so we definitely have to see that one. Well, you have to see it. I've seen it already. That's I think it's pretty decent. Um, so we definitely have to review that one. But I do like that type of psycho, not psycho, but kind of like a thriller, psych... psychological. Yeah, kind of like psychological thriller because at one point they kind of make it seem like it's a bit of a, like paranormal-ish but it's not so I kind of like shows like that and like the eerie like vibes that I get from shows like that are my favorite maybe that's why I keep going back to American Horror Story but I just didn't like these past few seasons they're not They're not good but <laughs> well that was all for tonight you guys I hope you liked the episode okay, enjoyed it No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But we will definitely continue to review um, shows for you guys and, you know, do our best on being more consistent. Sorry, we haven't. (laughs) But, yeah, we will definitely be looking at the Cecil one tonight so we can review that for you guys. And you guys can... I cannot cannot wait. Me either. I'm like, Marty, come on, let's hurry up. No, I'm kidding. I think that's more you than me. (laughs) Um. But yeah, we'll definitely be watching that show tonight so we can review it for you guys. Hope you guys like this episode. Of course, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We will be updating you guys on our episodes and, you know, of course, asking you guys to send those paranormal um, experiences and, you know, just stay on there for anything. Um, And hopefully you guys will follow us and keep listening to our episodes. But that is for tonight. Don't.
1: Where, tell them where we can find
0: you. Oh, okay. You can got gu- you guys can definitely find me on Captured in Time underscore. Where could could we find you, Marty?
1: At everyone's favorite go hound on Instagram.
0: <laughs> and unfortunately, we didn't have Demon Dog today. I was hoping we would have him today. Um, oh, we miss Demon Dog, Marty. When are we gonna have Demon Dog again? <laughs>
1: The next time he comes
0: over because he, he lives with my sister now. Oh, can you tell your sister if we can I borrow know. him for the episode?
1: <laughs> I know he'll be the spe- he'll be the special guest.
0: Yeah, you guys don't want to hear mine. Demon dog. She's very quiet. She doesn't do much. <laughs> demon dog <laughs> likes to put his input on his um, reviews of things. But anyways, you guys it's of true. course follow us on our social media. Send us your paranormal experiences, like we mentioned.
1: And we will keep you updated on everything.
0: You guys stay safe out there. Be conscious of stuff. Wear your mask. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) just, you know, wash your hands, I guess. Yeah. But anyways. So let the nightmares begin, you guys. And thank you so much. We will see you guys soon.
1: This is Marty signing off.
0: And this is T. So thank you for listening and our episodes will be posted when we can post them. (laughs) Have a good night. Bye, Bye. you guys. Bye
1: Bye, everyone.
0: Bye.